Good dental hygiene is crucial in the fight against gum disease, which can lead to a condition called periodontitis, which affects a lot of people, for instance, around half of us in the UK. Periodontitis comes about when changes to the bacteria in the mouth cause a reaction called inflammation in areas around the teeth, potentially destroying tissue and bone and causing tooth loss. But quite why an altered microbiome causes this inflammation isn't known. So there are no targeted treatments and surgery is the main option in severe cases. But now scientists have spotted that periodontitis patients have higher numbers of immune cells called Th17 cells in their mouths. And by targeting these cells, they managed to slow down the progression of the disease in mice. My name's Katie Haler and I spoke with Nikki Moutsopoulos from the National Institute of Dental and Craniofacial Research at the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. We actually identified high numbers of these cells within tissues of patients with periodontitis. So what we do is that we try to analyze what is happening in disease tissue and get ideas of what these cells could be doing in that location. And this became interesting because TH17 cells have been linked to a lot of inflammatory diseases in humans and mice and are also been linked with autoimmunity. So they seem to have pathogenic roles in many settings. And when this TH17 cell is being helpful, what does it normally do? So normally these types of cells are found in barrier sites and sites that are exposed to the outside environment. So you will find TH17 cells in the mouth, in the skin, in the gastrointestinal tract. And they're very important for what we call barrier integrity for um, protection of barrier sites, of mucosal and skin sites. Ah, okay. So you've seen that in patients with periodontitis, they have higher numbers of these TH17 cells, I'm guessing in and around the mouth. Is this in the oral mucosa? Yes, this is in the mucosa surrounding the teeth in the lesions of periodontitis. So we go in a patient and we find the areas where destruction is happening or has happened. And then we take uh, biopsies from those tissues and we analyze them. And do we know what these cells are actually doing to drive periodontitis? What we have seen in our animal experimentations is that if we don't allow those cells to expand, then we can slow down disease considerably. So we inhibited TH17 cells in the mouse model, both by two different genetic methods of taking them away and also with a small molecule inhibitor. And in all three instances, we could take away TH17 cells and inhibit progression of disease significantly. So what does this mean for humans then? It suggests that this could be a therapeutic strategy. Of course, we would have to test that in the human environment, but it suggests both a pathway for disease pathogenesis and a potential therapeutic target. This disrupted microbiome comes about as a result of poor dental hygiene. Is that right? We know that a a disease-associated microbiome will trigger TH17 cells. What makes you susceptible to having an abnormal microbiome or a disease-associated microbiome is not hygiene alone, is also hygiene in the presence of uh, susceptibility. 
Is there an argument for saying that we should be focusing our attention on the prevention side of things? Yeah. So patients that are highly susceptible to periodontitis, even with dental hygiene and dental care, will progress to some degree. So dental hygiene and dental care will slow down their progression, but they will still progress the disease. And in cases of genetic defects, even more aggressively. So we cannot totally prevent just with measures of dental hygiene. Definitely, we have to stress prevention. That's no, there's no question. And care uh, throughout disease. But we, this is not preventable 100% by any means. So is the next step then trying to move this into humans? So the next step is, from a biological standpoint, to understand a bit more of how the microbiome triggers TH17 cells and how exactly do they mediate disease, and to start considering uh, how we would therapeutic, what would be reasonable in therapeutically targeting such cells or such pathways in humans. Nikki Mudsopoulos there from the National Institute of Dental and Craniofacial Research in Bethesda, Maryland. And the paper was published in Science Translational Medicine.